Good morning. Welcome to the program, Jesus is the Answer. This program is presented by Mount Calvary Baptist Church, relocated in Seagrave, 8 Mile Rock, on the beautiful island of Grand Bahama in the Commonwealth of the Bahamas. Our pastor is Rev. Paul Godfrey Mullins. I am Jacqueline Argyle, and our technical producer is Brother Sean Argyle. It is our pleasure to present this program in the name of Jesus and in the power of the Holy Spirit, according to the Word of God found in 2 Timothy 3, verse 16. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. You may contact us at telephone number 242-348-2091 or 242-348-2048. Our email address is mcbc at battelnet.bs or you may write to us at Post Office Box F42606, Freeport, Bahamas. You are welcome to worship with us at Mount Calvary Baptist Church for our live streaming service today at 11 o'clock a.m., for just one hour. On Wednesday night for a live streaming Bible study at 7.30 p.m. and again on Saturday for our early morning prayer meeting at the church at 6.30 a.m. We remember those who are sick and shut in. We call by name Sister Margaret Williams, Sister Annie Roll, Sister Rose Williams, Sister Sarah Clark, Sister Beatrice Stubbs, Bishop Wenneth Davis, and patients in hospitals around the world, but especially those in the Rand Memorial Hospital. We continue to pray for our members who are unable to attend services because of the COVID-19 protocols. Remember that we love you and we miss you. We say condolences to the families of Sister Alice Robinson, Joanne Russell, Louise Jones, and indeed all of the families enduring the pain of bereavement. Be reminded that earth has no sorrow that heaven cannot heal. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. We will now pause for a song. This is my desire to
Stay tuned for a sermon by our pastor, Reverend Paul Godfrey Mully. And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. The Apostle Paul speaks to Titus of the great salvation the grace of God makes available to all men. Titus' letter from Paul emphasizes that our salvation has significance for the past, the present, and glorious prospects for the future. So we need to recognize and respond with gratitude to this great salvation which has appeared in the coming of Jesus Christ. Our topic is the great salvation God offers found in Titus 2, 11 through 14. Jesus Christ came into this world to save us from the guilt in our past. Verse 14 of Titus 2 says, who gave himself for us, that he might redeem us from all iniquity and purify unto himself a peculiar people zealous of good works. From all iniquity, he says, that includes the transgressions of yesteryear and last night and even last year. It is never too late to repent. It is good news to know that an innocent substitute has been provided by a merciful God to die in the stead of guilty sinners. Hear what Paul says in 2 Corinthians 5 and 21, For he had made him to be sin for us, who knew no sin that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Our text affirms that salvation is also a present ongoing experience. It is more than just a conversion experience that takes place in childhood without expressing itself in life. Those who have only an emotional experience as a basis for their hope for heaven need to re-examine the teachings of the New Testament. The great salvation which the grace of God has made possible is one that continually trains us to know that denying ungodliness and worldly lust, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world. We must reject ungodly attitudes, ungodly activities, and ambition. And we must recognize that many of our desires are associated only with our earthly existence. The Apostle Peter says that these earthly ambitions and desire war against the soul and prevents us from being what God wants us to be as his, their children. Peter also say, having your conversation honest among the Gentiles, that whereas they speak against you as evildoers, they may by your good works which they shall behold glorify God in the day 
of visitation. In Paul's letter to the church at Philippi, he says in chapter 2, verse 12 and 13, Wherefore, my beloved, as ye have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God which works in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. He affirms that God is at work within them in the present to help them realize their potential as children of God. This is the gospel of God's presence within the heart of each believer. It is the will of our Father that we live productive, upright, godly lives. We are to let the law of heaven control our minds and hearts in the present. Heaven is not just a place to which we go when this life is over. Heaven is a way of life we should adopt now and here and now. Salvation, my brothers and sisters, has future consequences of great significance to us. Verse 13 of our text says, Looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearance of the great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. We are awaiting our blessed hope, the appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Salvation, my brothers, include present membership in the family of God in which we rejoice in the love of our Father. The Apostle John said, Behold, what manner of love the Father hath bestowed upon us, that we should be called children of God. Therefore the world knows us not, because it knew him not. Beloved, now are we the sons of God, and it doth not yet appear what we should be, but we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. This passage also speaks of the future, when by the power of God we shall experience our full redemption, including the redemption of our body from its sinful state. When he appears, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. Salvation is a gift of God's grace received through faith in Jesus Christ. It is extended to us by God as a result of his grace and it is received by us through our faith. Salvation from the past means we have received forgiveness of sins as a free gift and pass from spiritual death unto spiritual life. Salvation in the present says that it saves us from the bondage, power, and domination of sin and brings us into the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Salvation for the future is our deliverance from God's coming wrath, our sharing in Christ's glory, and are receiving a resurrected or a transformed body. This, my friends, is the salvation that God offers us 
through our faith in Jesus Christ and on the basis of his shed blood. Let us pray. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you for your loving kindness and the multitude of your tender mercy in that you gave us your only begotten Son and let us receive and understand and receive the fact that he died so that we may live. You sent him to save us from our sins. We shall be saved. We thank you this morning that all we here will receive that gift today. In Jesus' name, amen. We're now out of time, but until next week, I leave these words with you found in 1 Peter 1, 24 through 25. For all flesh is as grass, and all the glory of man as the flower of grass. The grass withereth, and the flower thereof falleth away, but the word of the Lord endureth forever. And this is the word which by the gospel is preached unto you. Have a blessed day in the Lord and continue to be saved.